Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 7. My name is Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit and I am here with my co-host Adam Jakku Tetris. Why didn't you use that for the Star Wars episode? I don't know, man. That would be getting better at this as That's time goes on. I like Jakku. I would actually my middle name right now is Joseph. I would repeat. Right now it's Joseph. Right presently. <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is I would change it to Jakku. Would you? Or uh, Legally? Yeah, I, I like Jakku. That's cool. And also, Jakku had that kind of thing in the movie where people pronounce it different ways. You know how people pronounce Star Wars characters in different ways? Mm-hmm. It's like, is it Han Solo or is it Han Solo? It's never been Han Solo to me. I'm just saying. Some people pronounce it that way. In, Some people are in wrong. In episode seven... You got one guy who says, like, he's on Jakku. And mm. another person who says, he's on Jakku. And I appreciated the fact that they have a nod toward that, like, mm-hmm. the existence of different pronunciations. Which hey. is why you can call me Adam Jakku Tetris and somebody else. Maybe next week. Or maybe next week you can call me Adam Jakku Tetris. Yeah, we got another name that we can use. Yeah, that's two. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to run out of names. <laughs> I'm sure. we'll, see how long, we'll see how long we can go before... Um, I run out. <laughs> I hope some people just uh, tune in only to find out. They're like, what J name? What J name? All right, that's oh, it. I heard cool. it. Okay, cool. I'm great done. episode. Cut it off. Excellent. This has been great, guys. You could have stopped work. there. That was a short episode. Keep it brief. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of keeping it brief, um, I think this episode, well, you know what? I'm not even going to sit here and say this is a short episode because it's probably not going to happen. But we do have to save a conversation. We have a large conversation that we are saving Mm -hmm. for an episode that is to come. Yes. uh, Which is an upcoming one shot in which you and I talk about our thoughts on Deadpool. On Deadpool. The movie. Yes. Yeah. We saw it. We saw an advanced screening of it um, the Wednesday before it came out. And the only thing that I'm going to say about it at all, because mm-hmm. we are going to save this for the one shot, okay. is I found it highly entertaining that the woman who uh, ushered everyone into the movie theater uh, <laughs> was wearing an Ash Wednesday like ashes <laughs> on her forehead, yeah, yeah. and I thought there could not be a, a possibly more inappropriate time wow. to see Deadpool <laughs> and to have this woman speak on behalf of Deadpool. This is going to be a great movie. <laughs> you she guys says, are going to love it. She says, I think Ryan made a lot of interesting choices, <laughs> and I hope that you, I hope that you enjoy that. Like one grandiose euphemism, right? For this interesting, was not, this was not for me. Choices, <laughs> interesting choices. So yeah, that's a whole episode that we've got for you. Yeah, um, but it's been a big week. It's yeah. been a big weekend coming into this week. We've got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. We can first start off talking about real life superheroes. Oh. Yeah. Real living superheroes. Okay. Starting with one that dropped on the scene in superhero pose. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Bawansia. No, Beyonce. Um, Superhero pose. Are you you talking uh, Super Bowl? Because she dropped in. That was superhero pose. She came in hefty on that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, Beyonce, like... She's like probably the closest thing to like a superhero, yeah. That we've got right now. I That's mean, a really good point. Like when she comes on the scene, it's kind of like, you know, Superman came on the scene. She has a presence. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's think about the things that make a superhero. Uh, talk, t- okay. talk, talk to him, Adam. Let right. him know. Beyonce has a presence. Mm-hmm. 
When Beyonce is in the room, I don't know this for sure. But just just talk us through it. Walk us through. Uh, when Beyonce, you spend a lot of time thinking about this. Yeah, I, I think about this a lot. Right. When Beyonce is in the room, you I think you feel it. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, the temperature changes. In science news, they just discovered <laughs> there are like uh, gravitational waves. That's mm-hmm. a thing. Right. There are waves of different gravities. I think when she walks into the room, gravitational waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, gravitational waves. Waves. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other conversation. Right. It's a whole different conversation. If you uh, caught it, you'll catch on to she it. She has, Beyonce has, she's got a crew. Like right. Like seemingly Emmy's right. crew. Yeah. Like the foot. Like the foot. Or like Hydra. And in the, <laughs> hopefully not Hydra. <laughs> hopefully not, but in hey. uh, During the Super Bowl, her performance during the Super Bowl, she, she looked like she literally walked out of Wakanda. Yes. I'm like, oh <laughs> yes, my God. That is great. That is a perfect. Oh, my God. She looked like she walked out of Wakanda. <laughs> yes, she did. So it's like. She has a costume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the flowing hair. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, in all seriousness, folks, yeah, Beyonce dropped that song, Formation. That thing was <sighs> a fantastic song. My wife was like, you know. I used to be a really big Beyonce fan, and I and I've been slacking off for the past couple of years. Oh, but I put the song on in the car, like cause she's like when I heard it, and I was like, oh, this is cool. She put the the YouTube on in the car as she was driving to work. She was like, this is a completely different song now. <laughs> she's like, I forgot how much I love Beyonce. Yeah, I've been slacking off. I'm like, I told you the song is crazy. Well, how, how is she supposed to step it up? Like, how does she become? Like, I she's guess, back I on guess, duty now. Yeah, yeah, right, right. She is. She's back on post. Uh huh. You know, as a she's fan. putting hot sauce in her bag. It, swag, swag. Okay, you know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, but a lot of people don't have. A lot of people didn't like the Super Bowl performance. Later for them. I don't oh, know. whoa! I don't know. That's news. You didn't know that? No. People are protesting this because of what? They're saying that it was racially charged. Can I say something? You may. Yeah, it was. <laughs> of course, and I, that was a part of why it was. That that was so important. That yeah. was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was racially charged. Yeah, but they were saying that it it promotes um, hate of police. Oh, um, I mean, look, you got the little kid. I mean, I thought that video was crazy. Yeah. She looked amazing. Everybody looked amazing. He had the little kid dancing in front of all the police officers. Yeah, and put their hands up. You know, I saw somebody on Twitter say, "Yo, she drowned a police car." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's an artist. Yeah, and it, like she works in hyperbole, right? Mm-hmm. She shows this this e- extreme version of 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 the world that she sees and reflects it back at us, right? So yeah, of course it's going to be over the top. Of course there's going to be a lot of really severe imagery. Yeah, but, but the whole point tell was- me for a second that that doesn't resonate as realistic. Like I'm like that. Well, the things that stopped shooting us. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I understand people were having issues with, you know, the dancers looking like Black Panthers. Man, whatever for all y'all talking about, I guess you guys can cry a river. I really don't care. I had a fantastic time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to whatever Beyonce is putting out. And, you know, funny enough, I mean, it's kind of like. She kind of is like a superhero. That's why a lot. That's the way a lot of people see her. Yeah, um, it, she's worshipped like a superhero. 
she represents something that she is, represents is, something bigger. She's like a symbol for something yeah. larger, like a superhero would it, be. Almost like something that is unattainable. Like how do you how how did she become that? What's That's the incredible. origin story? What's the origin story? Mm-hmm. Although you know she's pretty open about the origin story. H Town, mm-hmm. right? She's right. she's always talking about her roots and where she comes from. Yeah, but she represents something. This like a triumph uh, of a whole nother echelon. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you get to that? She's you get bitten by a radioactive spider. Apparently, she, <laughs> no. Okay, you she got I mean? bitten Gamma by a radioactive rays. spider. Uh, it was a radioactive. Uh, it was a radioactive d- record producer. Okay, okay. Who bit her? Gamma rays. <laughs> Who bit Beyonce? I don't know. Who bit Beyonce Knowles? <laughs> I don't Octavius? know. The, I don't know the answer. <laughs> I don't know the answer. But yeah, that was dope. Um, also, God, I love her. We had <laughs> we had more exciting things go down. Um, Beyonce swerved on the scene. Um, uh, we went to see Deadpool, which we're going to talk about later. Let's talk about a different kind of superhero. But we also saw another superhero, Kanye. Kanye West. We went to go see Yeezy Season 3 slash The Life of Pablo album <laughs> listening slash auxiliary chord, you know, yeah. uh, merry-go-round passing. Slash Vic Mensa played a song that I wish I didn't hear. Yo. Um, but yeah. yeah, Kanye is very much kind of looked at like a superhero. You, you know, know what? I, I mean? kind of feel like he's uh, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. And yeah. he's he, he talks about being a genius all the time, and he, he went out of his way to say, D- tell me a, a genius who wasn't crazy. Show me a genius who wasn't crazy. I mean, I get him. He's got a little bit of like a Lex Luthor thing. Although yeah. you and I talked about this, mm-hmm. and we talked about Lex Luthor is calculated. Yeah. He's strategic. Mm-hmm. Not always convinced that Kanye is that. I feel like Kanye is Molecule Man. Tell me more. Molecule Man has a lot of power. He's okay. a lot of, he has a lot of energy. He can mm-hmm. create a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He can upset a lot of things. But he's kind of er- erratic. It's mm. like he, he, he's on another plane, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult to understand what he's after, especially when he's in pursuit of that thing. Hmm. You can't really like look at it and be like, Where's that person? I have no idea what that person is talking about, what that person is doing. The motivations are kind of um, unclear. I trust that it's big, and I trust that it's going to be, like, he'll make it known at some point in time, but I guess I just have to sit back and wait. Well, I mean, we went to go, we went to the movie theater. We didn't actually go to Madison Square Garden, but we went to the movie theater. The rave on 40th and Walnut, which is, uh, in fairness, basically the Madison Square Garden of Philadelphia. Sure. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard. We'll, we'll, all right, let's keep going. Um, so, <laughs> so we went to go, we're sitting there and, you know, we see the Royal procession of the Kardashian Jenners come through, <laughs> um, of royalty come a in spotlight, you know, a of spotlight all white on the family, all white uh-huh. family comes through. Kim K had uh, white hair. Yeah. She, she actually looked a little bit like Emma Frost. Hey, the white queen connected. I'm into this. I mean, I'm very into this. Okay. Yeah. So um, then Kanye comes out Lamar Odom. Which spoilers, is interesting. spoilers if you haven't seen this. Yeah, I spoilers. Guess. Lamar Odom is no longer in a coma. He's alive. and well, I mean, I knew that. Well, well, sure. But this is his first public appearance. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal. And it was, I, I don't know, that was pretty interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. And then Kanye comes out, plugs in the auxiliary cord, starts playing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Explain what he did to play this album. 
Explain he the pulls setup. out a black. I'm like, is that an Apple computer? <laughs> no, it's not because they ain't made a black Apple computer in many moons. Look, it was a 15 inch. Yeah. So I guess it's something. And he opens it up, and you hear the like you can hear just like when you that plug pop. in the auxiliary cord. Yeah. And you know he starts talking. And he starts playing the life of Pablo and. Eventually, this huge sheet gets snatched off, and you have hordes of people just standing stoically staring, not into the Jumbotron. No. Don't ever look in the Jumbotron. Do not try to look cool. Don't. Uh, Do not smile. Do Mm -mm. not dance. Mm -mm. Do not sit all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite, be strong. Be strong. Be confident. (laughs) Be neutral. Which, Huh? You are a picture. How do you be strong, be confident, and be neutral? You just told me to do be two specific things, and now you're telling me to don't really be anything in particular. I, I'm never going to tell you what you can and can't do, Octavius. Okay. But clearly, you just don't have what it takes right. to be a Yeezy Season 3 model. Might could be, because I'd have asked way too many questions. Because there's 19, <laughs> I think it was 19 things. Uh-huh. <laughs> can you imagine a model who's like, I have questions about a couple of these items? Get out of here! <laughs> you're a picture! That was one you of the things me questions. that I thought was really interesting is you had all these these models, which uh, Kanye referred to as performers, mm-hmm. right? You have all these models who are standing in the center of Madison Square Garden. This was very put together. There's a lot of effort that went into this. Say what you want about it, whether you appreciate it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I do. I don't know how I feel about it. Neither do I. But on the, on the flip side, on the outskirts of, of the stage area... Kanye West plugs an auxiliary cable into a computer and plays his, his record. And it was like, ah, not the same amount of effort went into that. Mm, superhero. <laughs> and so that or was really interesting. Because it kind of felt like we were looking at a superhero on his day off. He is, felt he, is, he, is, he, is he Hawkeye? He felt very human. Is he Hawkeye? Yeah, Hawkeye has a lot of problems with a lot of people. Clint Barton, you know, sets people off, mm-hmm. even if he's well intent. Yeah, well... So that's that's also stuff that this is kind of our little news section, like what's going on in our life. But yeah. um, I still don't have my Kanye West album. No. And we wake up this morning, come to find out there's more tracks added and it's supposed to be coming out at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. we're, we're recording on Friday, Friday, the uh, 12th. The album's supposed to come out on the 11th. Yeah. So hoping that by the time we finish recording, we'll have our album and we'll be able to listen to it and yeah. hear what's what. And Octavius and I kind of went back and forth and figuring out whether or not this belongs in CBJ. Is this like nerd news? What is this? Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's pop culture, but I, I will say we have a direct tie mm-hmm. now. Take us there. Take us there. Because uh, Kanye announced that he added six more tracks to the album mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Even though you and I listened to the, the premiere of the album, which was only 10 tracks. Right. And today he decided to add six more. I'm cool. Because that's how it works. Sure. And one of those tracks is named Silver Surfer. There it is. So there we go. Full circle. We got a a Kirby send up. (laughs) I have no idea what it sounds like. I can't wait to buy a $35 ticket and go to the rave on 40th Walnut and listen to that song on repeat. And by the way, nerd news, Kanye made a game, a video game. There we go. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to take um, the Sega Dreamcast world by storm. Okay. You know what I mean? It looks like it's going to take the people who have Neo Geos and um, There's a community Ataris. of people in the Sega Dreamcast world, and they're like, don't mess with us. They're like, because yes. you announced a Sega Dreamcast game right now, and we're going to lose it. Mm. I don't care if it's Space Channel 5, 6, or Yeezy Season Space Channel 3. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on board. 
So oh, don't man. tease me. Yeah, but you know, only, crazy taxi. Only, <laughs> only won the video game. Yeah, a video game about his mother going into the gates of heaven. Yes, <laughs> I have. I I'm just like again. The difference between a superhero and a supervillain is what you do with your powers. You know what I'm saying? And it's You're just right. like I don't I don't know if Kanye what I don't really know. <clears throat> and there are a lot of there are a lot of characters that we look at in geek culture where we don't really know how to put them. You look at Batman, uh, yeah. Batman to some people looks like a freaking crazy person. Yeah. He looks like a complete terrible human being or a monster or alien. We you know, we don't know what he is that needs to be stopped. Yeah. Or He's the guy who's come to save us all. Right. And truth be told, when you look at Kanye West, there's a lot of that. And my feelings about him flip-flop day-to-day, moment-to-moment, That's situation true. to situation. That's true. It's like yesterday, or was it even today, I was like, I'm so sick of this dude. I wish he would just stop tweeting and like put the album out. I just don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear anything else except here's your album. Yeah. And then I find out he added more tracks. <laughs> and in that second, I was like... Ooh, I'm back in, you know? And then he put the one song out on SoundCloud, and I was like, okay, yeah. you know? So it's like, depending upon the circumstance, you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. That's why I think he has an interesting power, and that power is he's playing with us, mm-hmm. right? Like, he has, this, he has this ability to alter the way people think about him at the drop of a hat. Depending on what it is that he's doing, which is, I think, probably one of the more interesting facets of, of the title of the album, The Life of Pablo, because he's talking about mm-hmm. like the, uh, blurry lines between identities. Well, we're assuming. We don't know. Well, potentially, potentially. Word on the street is he could be talking about three different Pablos. Right. And like the way that he is perceived as different identities mm-hmm. through different contexts. Maybe he's Pablo Picasso as an artist when he's making... Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's uh, Pablo Escobar, a criminal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's in the media, because he's always looked down upon. Right. And then the one that I have a difficult time with, and maybe I need some some serious clarification on, is that last Pablo. Maybe I'm Pablo in the sense of random Latino person who's just like, you know, working on a home or... Yeah, and more like, importantly, even than that, is, you know, he's the stereotype mm-hmm. of a random, like, Latino person, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm, I'm either an artist, I'm either a criminal, or I'm a stereotype. A random, or a stereotype, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. Which I think is interesting, but that's not confirmed, that's kind of like, that's we shall conjecture. See. Hopefully, by the time we stop recording, be able to pick up our phones and go, all right. Yeah. Let's see what this is about. Well, maybe before he releases the album, he'll change the album title again, mm-hmm. take a couple of tracks off, mm-hmm. change his name to the artist formerly known as Pablo. <laughs> and who knows? Who knows? Oh, God. But he's larger than life. I think he, he somewhere in the pantheon of real life superheroes, he is somewhere in, in that list. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I like thinking about that. There are, there are heroes among us. Yeah. Uh-huh. You could be the next one. <laughs> Are you the next superhero? Yeah. The next Beyonce? The next Kanye? I sure hope. <laughs> Somebody got to do it. <laughs> All right, let's get into some of this uh, geek news. We're going to kind of just go through the list and give 
our feelings about some of the things that we heard that are going on. So you guys already know that Deadpool's out. By the time you hear this, you probably will have seen it already if you give a crap or not. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that on this show. We're going to talk about that on our one shot. But word on the street is there's a Bad Boys 3 getting made. I need this movie to get made. Bad Boys 3 has to get made. So wait a minute. Hold on a second. Are you or are you not excited about this movie? I can't really tell by your reaction. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of on the fence okay. on this one. All right. I get that. But if I, if I, if I allow myself mm-hmm. to commit to one feeling mm-hmm. one way or another, okay. if this movie doesn't get made, I'm going to jump off a cliff. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Let's hope they like, follow through then. Cause we bad wanna... Boys 3. <laughs> bad Boys <laughs> as a franchise isn't finished. You don't, you, you don't think so? No. And Will Smith... Needs to reclaim what he had in in my mind. He needs to reclaim what he had mm-hmm. as one of the most fun guys to watch in an action movie. Wisecracking Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in in too long. He's been super serious lately, and it's time. Yeah, I need him back. And the fact that he's not in Independence Day, the new Independence Day movie. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Very upset about that. Give me Jeff Goldblum. I'm very happy. Thank you for Jeff Goldblum. But without Will Smith? (sighs) Well, I am absolutely positively excited about Bad Boys 3. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. I was telling you before we started recording, Martin is, the show Martin is one of the places where I learned humor and timing. Yeah. And Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is one of the places that I learned humor and timing. Yeah. Like just what's, not that I'm the funniest guy around, but I just kind of picked up like, what funny is you know what i mean yeah like I, I and and those two guys like together those two characters i would love to see that now you know are we going to get the same guy who, who now who made these movies again it was um the, the transformers dude isn't it bay no is it it's not the guy who makes them no i gotta look it up now okay well anyway but i'm absolutely in i'm excited sign me up take my money yeah, it's Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Okay, so I mean that's that's there's an awkward transition mm-hmm. which is <laughs> Michael oh, Bay. Michael Bay has been <sighs> hard at work defiling his 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 filmmaking legacy uh with Transformers. Mm. Uh which is apparently never ever going to never. stop. Never. never going to stop. Never going to stop. And they pulled a, a Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious gave us the, the dates and re- the release dates of the next three movies mm-hmm. until 10. And now we have, what is it? Five, six, and seven. Get out so of town. So we've got <laughs> Transformers 5, June 23rd, 2017. Transformers 6, June 8th, 2018. Transformers 7, June 28th, 2019. Who asked for this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and, and listen, don't get me wrong, Internet. I want this to be good. Yeah, I want no, it no, to no. be good because I love Transformers. I love Optimus Prime, but these movies have not done it for me. No, they, they're not doing it for me. They're clearly making a lot of money. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to bankroll uh, three more films in the series. So it is doing the job for someone. Mm-hmm. But it's it's disappointing i'm like yeah. i i think of transformers the movies and i think of in in my mind the uh the unfortunate era of action movies where i have no idea what the hell is happening on the screen hmm. when what a fight mean? takes <laughs> place like smash kaboom bang. yeah when a fight takes place when when two robots are fighting against one another i i can't follow the action 
I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is the heyday for 3D coming back in, even yeah. though it's not even though necessary. it's not really 3D though. It's not 3D. There's not a whole lot jumping. Out. You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna totally derail this podcast for a moment and just give it. Give me a 60 second shot clock to talk about how 3D has not followed through. I'm gonna hold you to this. What it's supposed to do. I'm gonna hold you to this. Yeah, I need you to wait just a moment as I, I okay. start my timer. And uh, I'm going to count you down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So how in the world are you going to call something 3D when all it is is HD? This is what I can watch at home. You're going to put glasses on me. You're going to charge me extra money. You're going to sit me in the seat. You're going to promise me 3D. And the only thing that happens is in the intro, and maybe the outro, something pops out. When stuff is supposed to pop out of the screen, nothing happens. I feel disrespected give me real 3d how much time i got left you got 36 seconds that's good enough that's oh that was that was a 33 second takedown i want the real 3d yeah i mean no i i, I want 3d to not just be a price modifier it, uh, that's what it give is me 33 more seconds okay you got 33 seconds Go. I do not want 3D to just be price modifiers. Is that what you said? Yeah. Don't just take more of my money and not give me what you said you're going to give me. This should be something special. There should be moments that made me jump out of my seat, like snap my head back, kind of duck and move out of the way. Like all this stuff exploding and blowing up. Make a tire fly in my head. How much time I got? You got uh, 20 seconds. All right. I'm good. That's good. All right. That's good. That's great. I'm pretty sure I messed up the math on no that. No problem. That was, good. that was good. It's fine. That was that. I wouldn't be good at doing the shot clock. <laughs> I wouldn't hire me. Uh, he's good. No, no, he's good. He's got no, more he time. Fine. He was fine. He got a minute. I'll put, yeah. I'll reset the clock. You know, let's start over. Just give <laughs> give him the ball back. Uh, I agree with you on 3D and Transformers. Apart from the fact that I love Transformers and I think the movies are not very good, uh, I really I say again, I, I want them to be good. I I want them to be good, but I genuinely associate Transformers One with the beginning of action movies that I cannot follow the action of. Hmm. Where I watch it and I think, should I know what's happening? I don't know what's happening. Hmm. And uh, spoiler, Deadpool does that right at least. Good point. At least. Let's stop talking about Deadpool. That's all I have to say. We will carry that conversation on. (laughs) I'm putting that in my back pocket. Uh, As far as Transformers goes. More Transformers It's not just the next three movies. They're doing a spinoff. Yes. They are doing, wait for it, Hasbro. Hasbro. Hasbro? How do you say it? Hasbro. Hasbro has announced a Bumblebee spinoff. What does that mean? Bumblebee, the Transformer, is getting his own spinoff movie, June uh, of 2017. Wait, is that right? Am I reading this right? Uh, well, I'm not sure. We don't have the dates right. So, you know, don't fact check us or Google. get your Googles on. Can we talk about a movie that I would rather talk about? Tell me about it. Uh, Fast and Furious 8. Mm. If we're going to talk about a franchise that is never Tell going me about to trans- end. a franchise you care about. Uh, I care about Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Um, Fast 7, Furious 7. I always mess this up. I never know if it's Fast I don't, or if it is Furious. So I, I just assume I it was both. It's, it's great. Uh, I, now, this is a franchise I'm in on, in case you, you were I love it. unaware. And, uh, and you have to suspend reality. Of course. I'm cool with that. Yep. The Rock like, had his arm, spoilers, in a cast. <laughs> He's laying up in bed. This dude stands up out of the bed. Spoilers again. Just fast forward like... Hit the little 30-second button on iTunes. This dude breaks the freaking cast. Like, he just flexes out of the cast. I'm like, yes. This is ridiculous. But yes. 
Get a gun in this guy's hand. Let's blow something up. Those are the kind of spoilers that I classify as so superfluous that they don't affect your mm-hmm. experience of the movie. Because mm-hmm. I cannot fathom a person listening to, to this now and then saying, Octavius, I was only going to see it if The Rock's arm was really broken. You ruined it. And you ruined it. Why did you do that, Octavius? I apologize, Internet. <laughs> Forgive me. Fast 8 or Furious 8, doesn't matter. Whatever it is. Doesn't matter because it exists and that is a good thing. They already have my money. Uh, and they're looking for uh, a, a, a woman to be the villain of the movie, which is going to be interesting. That is exciting. That's interesting. Let's and they're looking at Charlize that. Theron. Mm-hmm. She was fu- fu- Furiosa. Furiosa. Imperator Furiosa. She was dope in Mad Max. Yeah. She was incredible in Mad Max. She, she was, was really cool. Tough. Like, real understated and tough. Didn't even have that many lines. Mm-hmm. But she was definitely like, I'm not playing with none of y'all out here in this desert. Yeah, give me more of that. Ain't nobody playing with none of y'all out here in this desert. Try me if you want to. You see these ashes on my forehead? Yeah. I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> it was Ash Wednesday. <laughs> and she was like, hey, uh, Mad Max made some interesting choices. Right. <laughs> when he came out here looking for water. But guess what? It's going down my way now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They don't want you to go to uh, Armor Town. Now, I mean, they don't want you to do that, but guess what we're going to do? We're going to drive more trucks. <laughs> we're looking for water. We're going to get more water. <laughs> All right. But, um, uh, where are we at? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Volume 2. They are... Are they filming? Are they working? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, they're filming right now. Uh, uh, James Gunn, the director from Guardians 1, mm-hmm. uh, posted a photo to his Instagram feed, and it is a... You know, it's like one of those chairs, like the director chair and yeah. actor's chair, and it has the, the logo for the movie on the back, and it looks like the logo that we know, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then kind of scribbled in in red, Volume 2. So it seems like it's kind of following that mixtape vibe. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. About it. Yeah. I'm in. That's it. I mean... What else is to say? That's literally what I was about to say. Ain't nothing else to talk about when you know the facts. How about Triple X 3? Vin Diesel getting this money out here. Okay. Vin Diesel's like, put me where you want to put me. Vin Diesel is is the kind of guy, in my mind, who can do no wrong. Because he is. Well, he did wrong in that last movie he did. Last Witch Witch Hunter? Yeah, that thing was not (laughs) a good player. I I will say, it was not a good movie. I should qualify. And I saw it for free. You saw it for free and you did not like it. I did not like it. I will qualify this and say, I haven't seen the movie. Okay. I've seen the trailer. And as far as my brain goes, that looks brilliant. Perfect movie. <laughs> that was enough for you. However, I don't need to see the movie, right? I just know, like, this concept works for me. I'm done. I don't need to see it. I you feel it. like you've seen it already. I liked it. You're like, it was a good movie. Yep. Have you seen it? I saw the trailer. I'm good. I'm straight. <laughs> exactly. Because it gave me everything that I needed. Yeah. Uh, I got all the joy that I needed to squeeze out of this movie from the trailer. Vin Diesel it has this rare station where he has done movies that are so bad but somehow managed to still be interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's like somehow so corny that he's, he like revolves around himself and becomes cool again. <laughs> he does. He goes all the way around and comes back and goes, man, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. And, and he occupies that spot. So you tell me Vin Diesel's making a movie. I, I don't even care what it is. I'm in. Wasn't I'm he in like, was he in like Tooth Fairy or was that The Rock? That was The Rock. Oh, okay. Although I'm pretty sure he did a, a kid's, I think he was in one called like The Babysitter. Yeah. Where he was like, wouldn't it be funny if this tough guy had to look after kids and be delicate? Hmm. 
Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we're good. That's real funny. I'm good. But Triple X Three is going to come out. Here's what I said to you before we started recording. Ice Cube better be in this movie. <laughs> I do not want to wreck. Ice Cube's too busy making movies with Kevin Hart. I do not want to wreck. Yeah, too many movies. He's making every movie with Kevin Hart. Ride Along 14. Yeah, I'm, and I will be there for Ride Along for Ride Along 14. Yeah, I'll see it because Kevin Hart, man. Whatever Kevin Hart does, I mean. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Kevin Hart is another guy where it's like right now, if he's in it, I'm like, Put okay, everywhere. sure. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. I still haven't seen him live like a, like a stand-up show. I'd love to see that. Yeah, same. I would very much like to see that. He just seems like he's always on, like at all times. Have he you ever just... seen him cracking, like, you know what I mean when I say like playing the dozens? No. Like cracking jokes, like busting, jo- busting on each other? Have you ever seen him do that with somebody? No, no. Yo. You he, Kevin Hart comes across as the dude you do not want to go toe to toe with cracking jokes. He's like, I do this, I do this for a living. I crack jokes for a living. You don't want to go look up Kevin Hart, Jamie Fox, uh-huh. like those two like busting on each other. It's hilarious. All right, that dude is something else. I got my homework. There you go. Uh, where do we go from here? Okay, so from here, let's look at some comic book news. So, sad news. Scott Snyder is uh, leaving Batman after issue 51. I think we officially talked about this, at least in brief. Yeah, I think we maybe talked about it a little bit last Previously, time. but now it is, it is 100% confirmed. That's what the internet told me. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, correct? I believe so. Are going to be leaving after 51, which I think is curious because I want to know what that means. Does that mean 51 mm-hmm. gets put out and then he's gone? Or does that mean he does 52? Because DC has a thing with the number 52. Right. So I, would, I, w- I wonder if maybe they, they wrapped him for that. Either ways, that's a lot of issues of Batman. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I, I would really like to see... You know what's funny? Like, <clears throat> I've loved Batman for years, but I can say that this is the first time I've ever read Batman month after month after month after month after month. Yeah. So... I hesitate to call this my Batman run, but it is my Batman no, I run. Understand because that. this yeah. is the Batman run that I was like actually present for from beginning to end. Yeah. You know, the Dark Knight was before my time. The Killing Joke was before my time. Year One was before my time and all that stuff. The Long Halloween and you go back and you read all these like great Batman stories. That's stuff that you go read, but yeah. I can say... I literally have every single issue of Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's run, like every single individual issue. Yeah. And I read every single one every month when it came out. And I'm really excited to see the way this ends. I would love, I mean, DC, if you're listening, which we know you are, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean come, we don't need to pretend. I mean, come on. We don't need to right? pretend. No. Uh, and, but, and for the record, uh, we didn't see Deadpool. We actually, we saw a pre-screen for Suicide Squad. Thanks so much, DC. We're big fans. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, I would love to have a hard cover, like a huge hard cover. All of the Snyder Capullo? Of the whole Snyder Capullo Batman. There are only certain arcs that I really, really prize for this. And I have no doubt that there's going to be like a, an omnibus, mm-hmm. like a collector's please, big please thing, do. right? Yeah. But for me, uh, uh, Court of Owls, 
yes. was spectacular right out the gate. He adds to the canon because there was no Court of Owls before. There was Scott no Snyder. Court of Owls. And it didn't it was, exist. I mean, it was spectacular. Uh, and I think Mr. Bloom also is a new character that Scott created yep. as well. Yep. And uh, everything that happened in the uh, Death in the Family, uh, the Joker, the yeah. original Joker yeah. stuff. I mean, that was so outrageously good. That was such quality. Uh, I, I, w- I need to have that collected. Even though I have those issues, just like you do, mm-hmm. those are the kinds of books that I want to have up on my shelf. So when somebody asks me, yo, what's definitive Batman? What Batman do I need to see? Yeah. That's one of the ones I'm going to pluck off. Yeah. 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 He punched um, a horse in that. You remember that? No. There's an issue in, in Death in the Family. He punched a horse. Horses running. Wow. What? Yeah. I got to go back and look at this. Bruce Wayne punched a horse. That's what happened. Okay. Scott Snyder, maybe you're getting pulled off the book because horse lovers are like, you can't do That's that. Enough. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. This is going on too far. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. All right. We're going to give you to 51. After that, that's it. You got to go somewhere else. You got horse lovers around the nation. They're looking at that and they're saying, nay. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Is that good? That was good. All right. This is what I'm talking about. This That's, is why you're going somewhere. I just expended all of my energy on that one, so you, you just got to carry this for the rest of it. Adam, you know what? Yeah. You on your way. <laughs> you on your way. I don't know where you're going, but you on your way there fast. Well, it doesn't matter. You headed there. Uh, other Batman news. Are you a Lego fan? Yes. Yeah? Uh, there's a Batman... Batman... Le- yeah, I guess it's the, the movie Legos, right? Mm-hmm, it's Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman Lego mm-hmm. set. Yep. My roommate is a huge Lego fan. He's got tons of Legos. He's got a lot of uh, Batman Legos and a lot of Joker Legos. Uh, so I'm curious what they're going to look this set look li- make the set look like. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Wonder Woman Lego. I've seen it. Really? She's got the gauntlets on her wrist. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> I want Batman. I want the Batmobile. Like, I want to make a... Like, the new Batmobile. Yeah, like do, doing like I would like to do the Tumblr as well. The Tumblr as well. Yeah, but putting the Legos together is actually a really fun project. It's, it's really zen. Yeah, you know? you're it's just like kind of meditative. There, you're putting on some music and you're just kind of like clicking and clacking away. Yeah, you know, you're putting this piece into that piece. You kind of get lost doing it. It's fun. My wife bought me some Legos just on some, just on the random, like here, and I was like, oh man, this is really dope. Yeah. Um, but I would like I would like to do. But the reason why I haven't bought a lot of Legos is because once you spend all that time putting together a Lego set, you don't want to just, like, toss it. Yeah. You want to place it somewhere where it can kind of reside and be on display. I don't quite have a man cave. I kind of have, like, a man desk area. <laughs> <laughs> I have a geek corner. It's a timeshare. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is my man cave for uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, but then every other day, I got to give it up for uh, my wife to do some productive things. Yeah, my yeah. wife comes in. She goes, "What are we? What are we? What are we? What are we? What are we doing here? What are we doing with this? Yeah. What's, what's, what's what's happening here? You can't see me, but I got the I got the hand gesture, the yeah. the up and down hand gesture. What, what, what's what's happening? Here? What do I do with this ship? What do we do with this? What do I do with this Batmobile? Yeah, so, I like the tumbler. I, I appreciate the artistry and craft. Mm-hmm. But what if I step on one of these pieces, Ock? It's gonna hurt. Yeah. And I got a dog who he knows better than to eat little Lego pieces. Yeah, but, but does he? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to wait till I get like a better area before I fully dive headfirst into getting my full Lego on. But uh, my roommate, all about it. He he did, he did something that was very nice, and he bought me a Lego set. I think it was the first time in I don't know 
like 15 years mm-hmm. since somebody's bought me a Lego set. That wasn't like, you know, a birthday gift when I was a kid. Yeah. He bought me a Lego set, and it's got Miles Morales in it. Oh. Yeah, new Spidey. How do you know it's Miles? Because of the costume? It's because of the costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just says, uh, I think at the time, they were, they were calling it Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, that was when Miles was rocking the Ultimate Universe. And uh, I have a Miles Morales little Spidey Lego. He's downstairs on my desk here at my office. I like that little guy. And he came with Carnage for whatever reason. I don't know why, but he was duking it out with Carnage. Hmm. Uh, I think I lost Carnage, <laughs> but I still got Miles. Or maybe Carnage just, just run off and he's terrorizing the rest of the Lego world. Yeah, right. I'm going to look at my desk and my, the whole thing is like uh, symbiote Legos yeah, like, taking over the whole thing. Like, that would be terrible. Can you have a lot of teeth on my desk right now? My, this, my, my desk is real like goopy and it's got a lot of teeth. Yeah. yeah. It just got to stop. Adam, I want you to get on top of that and figure that out. I see. You know what? Come to think of it, my whole desk is red. Huh? I wouldn't even know. Come on now. Uh, you got to look into that. Yeah. All right. So um, another thing, were you a Young Justice fan? I wasn't. You weren't? I need a primer. Were you a Justice League fan? Yeah, I, I like Justice League. I like Justice League, but Young Justice is something that I, I, I don't know much about. Okay. Well, the word on the street is Justice League action. Uh-huh. Is like another Justice League cartoon that's coming back. Okay. I don't have a whole lot of information on it, but I'm excited because I'm a huge Batman the animated series fan, Justice League. Just is it Justice League Unlimited? Yeah. The other one? Yeah. Young Justice. I mean, I was so mad when you know they took Young Justice off. I don't know why they did. Hopefully they bring it back. Yeah. But when I saw they were doing another Justice League type show. I was very excited. I don't know where one starts and one stops. I'm like, Justice League this or Justice League that. I'm not sure like, as far as canon goes, like who, who is in which one. Like, I, don't, I don't understand the differentiation between different Justice Leagues. Well, you, I got to tune in. Well, you could just watch Young Justice. Yeah. And just, so look at it like this. Like Batman the Animated Series and Justice League, you, they don't like, connect. Exactly. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Okay. So you could read just, you could watch, let me read, you could watch Justice League, you could watch Justice League Unlimited, or you could watch Young Justice, and you'd pretty much have enough information to be able to enjoy it. Okay. Um, but the big news is that Kevin Conroy is coming back as Batman, and I also believe that Mark Hamill is coming back as the Joker to voice, to voice these characters. Yeah. So that's, that was like, I'm like, please... Please, as much Batman and Mark Ham- Mar- as uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as you can give me, sign me up. And it looks like they kind of have a younger look, mm-hmm. like Justice League action. It looks very. It reminds me a little bit of the like old Bruce Tim like Saturday morning cartoons, yeah, yeah, uh, vibe. But they they look a little bit younger, like Batman in particular. Look at that a little little Batman. Yeah, yeah, he does kind of look youthful. He was out trick or treating when he got. Hit up by the Justice League. He's like, yo, we need you. <laughs> Come holla at us. Yeah. He's okay, like, I can get into that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, again, I mean, the big, the big thing is the voices. Like, when I read Batman and when I read the Joker, I hear Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill's voice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, how about Batman to Fat Man? Mm. I know that you're a fan. Good connection. Kevin Smith. Look at the transition king. Huh? I'll be episode seven. I feel like I should get this at least a little bit down pat. Way to go, Adam. I'm just like fumbling over myself. I'm like, how, how can I connect Batman to the next thing? Look at Adam Jakku. 
Yeah, Adam Jakku. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, you're a Kevin Smith fan. Huge Kevin Smith fan. Kevin Smith is part of the reason why I am podcasting right now. Talk to me about that. Because of Smodcast, because of Fat Man on Batman, because of Hollywood Babylon, um, because of uh, what? Sm- yeah, Smodcast is the one he has with his, with his buddy. I mean... He's one of the guys that I saw at Comic-Con, and he's like, go out and do a podcast. I mean, yeah. your voice is one of the most unique things that you have, and no one else is you but you. So, you know, your homework is go make a podcast with your friends, and if nobody listens to it, the worst-case scenario is you get a chance to have cool conversations with your buddies and record them. He's right. So, like, that, he's a guy who's inspired me because... He's like, I'm a regular dude, and someone gave me an opportunity, and I went out there, and, I, you know, and I've done it, and I've been doing it for 20-some years. I made clerks because I saw someone else do it, um, and I, I saw someone else make a movie, and I was like, you know what? I can make a movie, too. If that guy can do it, I can do it. And that, you know, I, as I kind of dug into podcasts over the past couple of years, Kevin Smith was one of the regularly consistent people who was like, I'm a regular guy. Yeah. You can go do this as well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, big, big Kevin Smith fan, and he's one of those guys that I'm gonna go see his movie because I'm a Kevin Smith fan. You I see. know, like yeah. I'm, I'm a dude who's like I'm on the Kevin Smith like fan bus or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and also I thought he's cool because I know we were talking about human beings who are kind of like superheroes. Yes. The thing about Kevin Smith is Kevin Smith is a geek. And he's a geek fan, but Kevin Smith is one of the first guys I recognize that as a human being has a costume. Every time you see him, hockey jersey, hockey jersey. backwards hat, yeah. jean shorts. That's right. Like, that's his costume. Like, that's his character. And that yeah. started making me think, like, huh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I, you know, we, you and I, we, we disagree in terms of Kevin Smith. Yeah. Because uh, I, I hate him and you're a big fan. Yeah, right, as, right, as you guys right, can right. hear, obviously. You flip the script. Right. Uh, we, we, but I think it's none other than like the, the, the work that he does, the, the, the comedy that he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's not up my alley, right? It's yeah, just, yeah. That's just not my flavor. That's all. Um, I appreciate the work that he does in terms of promoting other people to go out of their way and mm-hmm. to create new stuff. Yeah. I love that. And he seems like he'd be a really cool dude to hang out with and a nice guy. And I would want to get into a conversation with him about comics, no doubt. Yeah. Absolutely not. But part of me wonders, part of me wonders, do I dislike Kevin Smith because I look at him and I'm like, this is a regular looking dude. Hmm. How come he's famous? <laughs> and is that like, is that a visceral reaction that I have? I don't where know. I'm like, look at this regular guy. Let's unpack that a little bit. Let's explore that. What do you mean? I wonder if part of that is possible because as you said, he has a look. He's got a uniform. Mm-hmm. He's got a costume, yep. right? That's, that's what he looks like all the time. Presumably because that's how he is most comfortable. He can afford to rock that yep. in as many styles and variations every single day yep. and be consistent, right? But what that look is... To me, is a look that like doesn't resonate as far as like something that looks cool mm-hmm. or something that looks put together or thoughtful. Not that it has to, but my immediate reaction is this is a guy who's just like he just tosses on a hockey jersey every damn day. Yeah, and I think, but do more, achieve more, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, maximum effort, maximum effort. But I mean, the truth is, is. I, I don't. I don't even know. This is fifty percent of an idea right here. I just wonder, like, what is it about Kevin Smith that that doesn't sink in for me? 
I don't know. I can't. I mean, I, I, I mean, Kevin Smith has made a career on making dick jokes. Yeah, so, you know what? I mean, I've I've made it. I've I've made it clear before. I'm not a big Deadpool fan, and it's a there is a similarity mm-hmm. in the comedy. Um, and you know what? Do we know anything about the new show he's making? Um, we know that Kevin Smith has a late night show that's going to be coming up on AMC. Yeah. Um, he's going to be doing it with one of the guys who was on Heroes. Oh, okay. Um, and he's going to be having different people come on the show. Yeah. Because um, you remember he had uh, the show on AMC, Comic, Comic Book, Book Man. Man. Yep. Comic which Book is, Man. I, which... Again, bringing geek culture into the mainstream. And one of the things that I respect about Kevin Smith is he puts his friends on. You're right. Like, he put, like, we know who Ming Chen is right now. Unless you listen to the podcast, you know all this kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. Mike Zabsik, Ming Chen, um, uh, who's the other dude? Um, Brian and, dag, who's the fourth guy? Silent Bob. Huh? Silent Bob. No, not not, not Silent Bob. Uh, what do you say? Ben Affleck. <laughs> no. Chris Tucker. No. But anyway, but yeah, he puts his buddies on. I think that's really dope. Anyway, you were saying. Well, I, you know what? That's an angle that I, ha- I hadn't even thought about, and you were so right, and I, I appreciate that, that he does that. But comic book men rubbed me the wrong way, because what okay. I saw was a lot of people who were griping about people who didn't understand comic book culture. And it seemed like people who protected comics and an understanding of comics, like that, that geek knowledge, they protected it like it was sacred Walter Flanagan, and that's inaccessible to other people. Mm-hmm. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. It was like, you know, for, for all of the strides that Kevin Smith makes and, and putting like real dudes, real people, mm-hmm. these are real people actually having conversations that they're interested in having. This is genuine. Right. Um, it felt like it defended comics and geekdom too much for me instead of sharing it. And I know Mm. we've talked about this before where I think you get to a certain understanding, maturity of the things that you love and you understand that it's time to share those things rather than protect those things or Mm -hmm. defend that thing from being accessed by other people. He comes across as... Comic book men comes across as... Not Kevin Smith uh, per se, but comic book men, the show... Maybe just the first season, which is, mm-hmm. that's about all I watched. Okay. And I think at the time I was watching Walking Dead at the same time. So clearly I was making poor decisions. No, no, don't disrespect. Clearly. Don't disrespect. I'm setting Cause, the cause context. It's, it's coming back on Sunday. I'm setting the context. Don't disrespect. <laughs> the good stuff is coming back. But, it, you, you know, the vibe that it, it, it tossed to me was mm-hmm. these are people who are not ready to share geekdom the nuance of geekdom hmm. with the general public. And so, isn't it funny when they squabble with one another over things that seem trivial, like who would win in a fight? Which is, like, who would ever say that? Who would ever squabble over who would win in a fight? Not who us. would do that, Octavius? Not us. Even though we did the last episode. Exactly. Or the episode before last. And that, that, uh, is, it, that concludes my segment, which I like to call Pot Calling a Kettle Black. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> But um, it's funny you say that because I honestly feel like they have done the opposite. They have made geek culture much more approachable and relevant yeah. and digestible by doing comic book men. Because people who, who don't even really aren't into geek culture are now... Oh yeah, I like comic book men. Oh yeah, I've seen that show. The show that comes on after the Walking, the Talking Dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I think that, um, of course, they have to make it like 
It's got to be entertaining. And exactly. Dramatic. They got to make it entertaining. They got to crack jokes. They so have it's, to, you know, it's I, it's hyperbole, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. I understand that for sure. But for for me, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what it was. Maybe I caught the off day or the time when they Give were it another in, chance, introducing man. a lot of drama. Yeah. But all the more reason why what I, what I should have done at the time, and I, I know this now, is I should have asked you, uh, what's an episode I should watch? When do I tune in? Give mm-hmm. me the thing you loved. Show that to me. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a... Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I would say give it a shot, man. Go back, take a look at it, see what's what, and um, let me know what you think. We should uh, go from comic book man to more comic book news. Uh, probably two really quick pieces about Marvel, mm-hmm. upcoming events in Marvel. One of them is an actual event. <laughs> I'm a little tired from tired from events. We just finished Secret Wars, but we're going to do another event now, yeah. which is being called Standoff. Don't know anything about it. And Standoff, it's like the subtitle says, Welcome to Pleasantville. Nick Spencer is writing it. He's writing uh, Ant-Man right now and Captain America. I like Nick Spencer a lot, which is why I am interested. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea. And I, I don't like this in myself, but I see that an event is coming up, and my first reaction is... Oh, not again. Hmm. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. If it's good, I'll read it. Yeah. So that's coming out really soon. Mm-hmm. I think uh, February 17th. Oh, really? Is when the preview issue comes out, which oh, okay. would be the like the, it, the number zero, right? Okay. The first thing. Uh, also in, in Marvel Comics news, uh, very soon we're getting an all-new Wasp, which I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. Are you an Ant-Man fan at all? Yeah. yeah. You saw the movie. Yeah, and I also saw the commercial for the Super Bowl, which was... Hilarious. Yeah, with Ant-Man and uh, Hulk. Hulk. (laughs) Why was Hulk drinking a tiny can? First of all, I need, and I tweeted this, I'm going to need for the Hulk and Ant-Man to learn to find a more peaceful way to address their differences. Because they cannot be destroying (laughs) New York City City over some doggone cans of Coke. Y'all grown adult Avengers. Y'all got to act like y'all got some sense. Yeah. Okay. And represent and and like protect us. Don't be destroying the city over no soda. This ain't no romper room. Y'all grown ups. Man, man, get back in this house. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. There it is. This is this is that's what Man Man would do. Man Man just going after something sweet. That's what he would do. Cause a ruckus. Man Man, don't act like that. A lot of property damage <laughs> for that soda. Man Man, was it worth it? Come on now, think about this. Put your shoes back on. Get get back in the house. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you were saying. I'm interested in in all new Wasp. I love Ant Man, uh, and the fact that the, the the new Wasp, which will be a character that I think we're familiar with, but we don't know who it will be under the mask. Is uh is going to be introduced in all new, all different Avengers. Mm-hmm. Mark Wade is writing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that a lot. And I'm uh, enjoying all new, all different Avengers. So am I. And Mark Wade went out of his way to to point out that he's excited about a new Wasp because there are a lot of super geniuses in the Marvel universe. Like Bruce Banner is a super genius. Tony Stark super genius. Reed Richards super genius. Can you think of a lot of women super genius? No. Not that many. Mm-mm. So he's gone out to say the Wasp is going to be a character who is very, very, very highly intelligent, incredible, talented biochemist. Mm. And it's a woman. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm, I'm happy that we're going to have a, a, a young woman who is a scientist that uh, young women, and, I mean, anybody can look up to and say, oh, I guess that's a, that could be me. That's my character. 
I will check that out. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. That's coming. We should get into pool lists. Let's talk about these comics. Now that we're on comics. Yeah, let me You st- have a fat stack. Yeah, man, you know, I'm trying to keep the budget reasonable, but it's difficult out here. Talk to me. It's hard. All right, so here's what I got. I have Miss Marvel. Yeah. Number four. I have all new, all different Avengers, number five. Like I was just saying, I'm, I was enjoying that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I have Batman 49. Very, very good. If you're you, reading... You did read it. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, man, I can't talk about it because I would spoil it, but if you're reading Batman, this was a very... A, uh, it's a big one. Very emotional, very intense issue. Okay. There's some big things coming up. And, you know, when we talked about Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's run ending at 51, you can feel it So coming to, an, coming to a head. Let me ask you this. If you wanted to make Batman a little more accessible to people who have not been on for all 49 issues so mm-hmm. far, mm-hmm. if I wanted to catch this train, the plot arc that's happening right now, right. how far back do I have to go to get caught up? Six issues, I believe. Six issues back. I think. Okay. Give think, or take. Yeah. But what we're looking at is the, uh, I think the beginning super of... Super heavy. Yeah, super heavy is the mm-hmm. plot arc. Okay. Yeah. And there's a trade out, I believe, for that. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. That should, could be verified, but that's interesting because I'm interested in this book. I'm behind, even though I've been collecting Batman for a long time. Have you been buying it? And the truth is, no, I haven't, I haven't picked up... Since the introduction of, of Super Heavy, I've been off. So you stopped right at Super Heavy? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, you couldn't pick up 49 because you would not understand what the heck is going on. Exactly. So I want to know how far back do I need to go? Yeah, I think that... So this is part nine. Whoops. Okay. So this is Super Heavy part nine. So you got nine, nine comics to go back. But and that I probably mean, means there is a trade because DC tends to do trades every six issues. So... Uh, you could likely pick up a trade of the beginning of Super Heavy and then pick it up from there. Yeah. That makes sense. But um, I think I might do that. Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's some interesting stuff. I mean, he's, like I said, this is a really good Batman story. This is my Batman run. This is the one yeah. that I can say I was there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I actively participated, it, participated in it. Yeah. Um, I also got Totally Awesome Hulk, uh-huh. number three. Really fun. Yeah, I've never read a I've never read a Hulk book, like an ongoing Hulk book. Same. This is pretty fun. Yeah, it's not a super super serious because you know Amadeus Cho is not is is who's the Hulk is now. So it's a different personality. I've I've it's only not read... kind of grunting. Oh, Hulk smash! Yeah, like he's he a different he, he's a different dialogue. He's a young guy. He talks kind of like a teen, right? Mm-hmm. He's probably Snapchatting while he's <laughs> funny enough. He he has a watch like um, that he can like communicate through. Hulk smash chat. You uh, can you write uh, these down? Uh, you write these down? You you getting good? <laughs> I got I gotta write this like down. Like I said, you on your way. I wish I was recording these. Uh, that would've been good. I, li- uh, I yeah. wish I could listen back. Yeah, I've only read one Hulk issue, like an actual Hulk issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is me be- embarrassing myself right now because I don't have nerd cred. I've only read one Hulk issue, and it's the Incredible Hulk. Uh, in which he goes toe-to-toe with Man-Thing. Of course. Of course. Uh, and both of them get uh, captured, kidnapped by the Collector. Oh, wow. Benicio Del Toro in uh, Guardians uh, of he the Galaxy. The collector, yeah. Yeah. They, they get caught, and uh, the name of the issue is called The Museum of Madness. And both of them are, like, in the Collector's Zoo, mm-hmm. and they try to escape. 
I also have Spider-Man, Deadpool. Very funny. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, Deadpool are kind of teaming up. In short, Deadpool gets hired to kill Peter Parker. Mm. That's all. Conundrum. That's enough for me to tell you. Want to know what happens next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read Spider-Man Deadpool. So I got Spider-Man Deadpool number two. That's okay. fun. Got Miles Morales in this joint too. And I got Old Man Logan number two, which is our book of the week. That's right. So we'll save that one. Yeah, um, You're looking at my pull list right now. It's looking hefty. I got two. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, maybe this is because it's tax time. But I, I walked uh, in there and I saw Captain America, which is from last week, by mm-hmm, the way. Mm-hmm. I'm behind on this and I needed to pick up this issue. So I picked up Captain America which I'm very excited about. Although, I will say, uh, there was a, a revelation about a character in here, Red Hawk, Red Wing, Red mm-hmm. Wing, mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm, I'm a little uncertain about. And I wish I could speak more freely about it, but I don't want to spoil anything f- for We respect anyone. you, Internet, is what we're trying to say. We respect but, uh, you. Captain America number five uh, had some, some interesting information about Sam Wilson's like Hawk or Falcon Buddy, Hulk yeah. Buddy, uh, Red Wing. And uh, I'm a little, I don't know how to feel. I got to talk through this. So if you want to talk through this, then you can hit me up and I'll tell you how a little bit later. But uh, I also picked up Old Man Logan, number two. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts on that. That's our book of the week. Old Man Logan, number two. Uh, Old Man Logan, number two, starts. Just quick reminder. This is the one that we picked as book of the week, which is the book that we're going to dive into. So... Spoiler alert. We're going to have a conversation about Old Man Logan number two. And if you want to join us for this conversation, make sure that you are caught up or you are okay with having some things revealed to you. Yeah. But I want to talk first about the the cover because I think that's important. We see totally awesome Hulk, Amadeus Cho, and he is looking real menacing uh, over a, a very beat up Old Man Logan. And when we start, we're in uh, Old Man Logan uh, timeline, like the, the timeline from the original book, the Mark Millar book, mm-hmm. where we're, we're remembering what the Hulk family was like. And this was the Bruce Banner family. Yes. And they were not real, the Amadeus Cho family. Not Amadeus Cho. They were really nasty. So this serves to, re- to tell us, if you weren't around for that story, look, Bruce Banner in the Old Man Logan plot was a very nasty dude. And his family was very nasty. So this is presumably why Logan would be going after Banner. Absolutely, because, um, again, spoilers, and they kind of lay this out in the comic, um, the Hulk gang, as they call them, did his family dirty, you know? And Uh Logan had vowed that he wasn't going to pop his claws, he's going to be a farmer, and he's going to just raise a family and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they even showed a situation where the Hulk gang was terrorizing one of their neighbors, and Logan's like, you know what? You know, we're just going to mind our business so they don't come bother us. Yeah. And ultimately what happens is they come and they end up killing his family. Yeah. Yeah, they took the only thing that he was living for at that time. Uh, and I, I got to be honest, I just hate spending time in that universe. Old man, that? Old man Logan was so gritty. Yeah. It was like such a nasty story. Loved it. Uh, I don't know if I loved it or not. I, I appreciate it within context of like this was an interesting telling interpretation of this character in in this universe but 
it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, like, if there's no hope in that world. No. Right? Uh, so spending time in there just makes me uncomfortable. So I was mm-hmm. excited when we finally get to see Logan go toe-to-toe with Amadeus Cho. And I love seeing the way that Logan is trying to beat up on this Hulk that he thinks is Bruce Banner. Right, because Logan's logic is... I'm back in time. Yeah, he thinks he would travel backwards in time. And he, but what he doesn't recognize is, again, spoilers, if you haven't read, you know, Secret Wars, like, the Fantastic Four family are, have created a whole new universe. Yeah. And Logan's a part of this new universe. So we can, they, that's, that's the Marvel's way of rebooting this whole thing. So now what's going on is Logan's in a new world and he remembers what happened to him in the past. Because that was one of our questions when we finished reading Secret Wars is, you know, are they going to remember what happened beforehand? Yeah. So his thought process is, I'm here because I'm here to stop what happened. Hulk going crazy is what took down a lot of the superheroes. Yeah. I got this list of people I got to go kill. Right. Hulk's one of them. So he's going after them. Yeah. And, it, you know, what I, what I really... So this, this book, this book, this issue is... Uh, Logan trying to take down the totally awesome Hulk and basically just getting his ass kicked. Like, that, in a big accurate, way. Accurate. And I enjoy that because this book is beautiful. And the panel layout and the way that they show action, I'm looking at this big spread where, where colors, the bottom, and it just says, kachoom! And it's Amadeus Cho just tossing Logan yeah. into a wall. Yeah. And this is fun to read. This is really kinetic. It's mm-hmm. really fun to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the bottom of it, I feel like by the time we get to the end of the issue, and we, we can talk more about what happens, th- this is really, pro- really proving to me that the first couple issues of, of this book, Old Man Logan with Jeff Lemire on top, is uh, it's just going to be Logan realizing that he's not in the right place. Right. You know, right. and he, he's got to do this trial by fire, right? He's going to go after the wrong people and find the wrong people. Yeah. And a lot of confused people are going to say, what the hell are you doing here? I yeah. thought Logan was dead. Yeah. Who are you? Why you look so old? Yeah. So it looks like that's what we're setting up for, for I would wager the next couple issues, you know? And it's interesting, like, the, I always like to ask, you know, what do you think the storyteller's tr- trying to say or what's the message here? And one of the things that I take away is, like, when you have that past baggage and you bring that baggage into a new situation, you hurt people. Interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you bring unresolved issues. You think you're doing the right thing. You think you're, you know, being a good guy. You think you're addressing problems, you know, and you, I mean, have you ever been in an argument when you're yelling and screaming, you're upset, and the person's like, what, what are you so upset? Like, why are you so yeah. angry? That's Amadeus Shaw. Amadeus is like, are what's you, going on here? You look like Wolverine, but you look really old. And then Logan, rah, like just snapping, and he's like, hey, hey, can you chill out? Like, yeah, take, I actually, take it easy. Like, like, I think Amadeus handled it really well. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, how do you feel about Amadeus Cho going and talking to Wolverine right now. It's actually, it's actually shows that distinction between someone who is sober and someone who's unsober. Interesting. You know, someone who's like, I'm sober and I'm aware of what's happening here. Whereas Logan is kind of drunk on he's, revenge. He's just like responding he's just reacting he's just enraged he's just berserking and even in all of that you know of course Amadeus has enough power to be able to go 
hey, I'm not in danger here. You know, I can kind of talk this out. And even when Logan's kind of like Banner, and he's like, nah, that ain't, that ain't me. Like, I'm not Bruce Banner. You know what I'm saying? And then he's like, even Amadeus has enough sense to go, well, maybe I can help you. Maybe we can team yeah. up. Logan's like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. Like, that shows when you're hurt, when you're going through pain, you don't trust nobody, you know. And even moving forward in the book, he goes, uh, he, hit, he knocked me into Brooklyn. Yeah. He hit me so hard, he knocked me into a whole nother city. Yeah. Right? And I know somebody in Brooklyn. Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. So he goes looking for Hawkeye. Great little uh, allusion, by the way, to the Matt Fraction Hawkeye, because there's a, a little panel with uh, the dog sleeping next to a pizza box. Yes, pizza, pizza dog. dog. Yeah, I, I was really excited to see that. And that, that whole page with the, the Hawkeye logo like uh, revolving right. around the panels, that's really beautiful. And he thinks he's going in to, uh, uh, to see Clint Barton. Yeah. And he's got a surprise waiting for yeah. him. Funny thing is... When the dog is sniffing Logan, you see the little thought bubble pop up, and you go, and you see a picture of a Wolverine. Yeah. Like the dog is thinking, "Oh, this is a Wolverine here." I thought that was cute. That's just like that Matt Fraction issue where they did the entire issue from the perspective of the dog, right? Right, and it was all iconography, really cool. So I, I have to say, uh, if you were, if you read Matt Fraction and uh, David Aha and uh, their run on Hawkeye, and you, I hope you did. Because that was fantastic, and I really feel like that changed the game for a lot of, a lot of Marvel titles that opened the door for much smaller stories. Uh, that was a really cool send-up. I appreciated that a lot. And I'm, I'm interested in finding out what happens now because Logan is laying down on the couch expecting to see Clint Barton. Yeah. He's got an arrow, a bow and arrow in his face, and it's Kate. Yeah. The other Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. I mean, like, again, when you're looking at the psychology from Logan's perspective, it's like, I'm going to go, like, you have someone, think about it. You think about when this has been you. Someone's, like, stretching their hand out to help you and go, no, I don't want your help. I'm going to go to the place where I know where help is. And you go, and it's not there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you just got yourself in another situation. I'm, I'm really enjoying looking at this from Wolverine's perspective, being driven, revenge, feeling like you're doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think about people in my life who are not present. Oh, okay. They're not in the present moment. Yeah. They're constantly driven by the past. Yeah. They're always trying to redeem and take up for the past. Mm-hmm. And they're not have enough sobriety to be in this current moment to feel like, let me do the right thing now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, and that's what I see in Logan right now where you have an opportunity to do something right. And you feel like you're doing the right thing. It's not like you're, you're a bad guy in your mind, you're doing the right thing, but you're not in this current moment engaging with this person through the, through the filter of who they are. You're engaging with them through the filter of your past. You're seeing them through what they did before. Yeah. You're expecting good, good things from people based off of the past, not what they're doing right now. You're expecting bad things from people based off the past, not what they're doing right now. I think that's very interesting. Let me ask you this. In, in your opinion, do you think Logan is at fault? Because in his mind, he's doing something that is difficult but noble in that he is working to eliminate the people that he knows are going to hurt so many people. And he, and what he's doing is is he's trying to right his wrongs because he's looking back and going... Oh, he's guilty. He's looking back and going, I should have killed... Like, I spent all this time not popping my claws because I thought I was doing the right thing. I spent all this time turning the other cheek 
looking away because I thought I was doing the right thing. And they killed my family. He's looking back going, I should have killed them. Yeah. I should have done it then. Yeah. Now that I have a second chance, I'm going to go, I'm going to initiate. But the crazy thing in is, again, the baggage and the filter you're looking at through things through, you're hurting the wrong people. Yeah. And you're trusting the wrong people. And you're trying to build relationships based off of past stuff. So I don't know that I can say... You're asking me, is he right or wrong, or can I blame him? I guess I can say I can relate to him. Sure. I can understand him. Uh-huh. I can put myself in his shoes and kind of go, I can see where I would do something like that. Yeah. I can see. I mean, people do it all the time. It comes to, man, I messed up that job interview, or, man, there was that guy I said that thing to, or that girl I said that thing to, or, you know, parents with their children, and, man, I should have done that, and I didn't. Let me make up for it now. Like... You know, instead of being present in this moment and kind of going, I'm here right in front of you right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have an opportunity right now. You can't be haunted by your past, but you also can't be oblivious and unaware. So it's not an easy thing to, to like kind of nail down. Well, I can't wait until issue three when uh, Wolverine slows down and calmly asks questions. Yeah. Finally. Right? Yeah. You know that's going to be really exciting. It's probably it's not going to happen. Be, it's not going to happen at all. <laughs> it's not going to. I mean, like the issue in the preview here, it says Wolverine versus Hawkeye. Yeah, like no, he's he's just going to keep going toe to toe, and I'm I'm excited that he's being portrayed in this way. The creative team behind this book is doing an excellent job at showing a person who is very confused yes. and bent on something. Mm-hmm. And you were so right to identify that as baggage. He's bringing baggage with him from another universe. Mm, and huh? he got planted here. Come on now. And that's interesting. That how it, many of you got, come on somebody, how many of you out there have got baggage from another universe now? <laughs> See, some of you need to leave. All right, I'm sorry. Go I got baggage from <laughs> you. You're like, hey, look, 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 look. I'm having an off day, okay? Can I explain this to you? I got baggage from another universe. Come on now. I just woke up here. You got to work with me. I just woke up here. I woke up naked. <laughs> yeah. Like middle, woke up naked in the middle of Manhattan. You woke up naked in another universe. Who else been through that? Somebody else is saying, you got baggage, okay? There you go. You absolutely have baggage. I'm I'm in, I'm 100% in yeah. on this book, and I do say that every time we talk about it, for the first issue and the second issue, mm-hmm. it makes me like it more. Yes. Because I read the book, and the I debrief think, okay, makes it better. cool, that's good, that's good, but not until we have this dialogue do I really understand how good it was. Yes. Otherwise, it's just like wham, bam, pow, okay, cool, action comic. I guess he beat up the Hulk. Yeah. Right? Or vice versa. Yeah. But that's the cool thing about comics, guys. You can read them by yourself, but the cool thing is debriefing and sharing with others. Do you have a list of books that are coming out next week? I have a list, but I have one that I think that we can both be very excited about. Hit me. Power Man and Iron Fist, number one. Power Man and Iron Fist, number one. Next week. Okay. Power Man and Iron Fist, number one, you and I are declaring right now, Mm -hmm. is our book of the week. For next Wednesday. It's basically about us. Yeah. Yeah. Autobiographical. Right. Which means we wrote it. <laughs> I guess it's just biographical. Yeah. 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 I understand that. But no, I mean, I'm very excited. So am I. Very excited. Yeah. I'm really excited about that one. Okay. So that's going to be our book of the week. Mm-hmm. Power Man and Iron Fist number one. Do you know who writes that? Who, like, any, any names on that book? Um, so. Give me the artist and the author. The writer is David Walker. 
Um, Not familiar. Artist is Sanford Green. Not familiar, but I did see a few preview pages, and they look look great. Yeah, they look real nice. Yeah, cool. looks like it's kind of look, got a little bit of a comedy element to it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, don't they? Like they they kind of have that. Like they're buddies. They're always getting into trouble, bailing each other out. Mm-hmm. They, I haven't, you know, I haven't read a lot. Of, I haven't read a lot of Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, I know kind of about them. I've n- I know of them, but I haven't read them like same. that. So I'm excited. I'm yeah, in. Same, same. So that's it for next week, guys. Power Man, Iron Fist, pick it up on Brown Bag Day. Uh huh. Um, and we'll talk about it. It's going to be good. Yeah, and we'll have a lot more stories, uh, a lot more news to share with you next week. Uh, we're going to be thinking about, in the meantime, a uh, who would win yeah. in a fight. Last time we did Wolverine and Deadpool, mm-hmm. and uh, we decided that uh, Adam Jakku Tetris is, is all-knowing, and Deadpool wins. There you go. I mean, listen, yeah, it made sense to me. Yeah, it made sense to me uh, 10 minutes before I heard you say Wolverine and thought I better come up with a compelling argument. It, but it but it, you know, like <laughs> you can't out. you can't argue with the facts. <laughs> can't argue with the facts. So we're we're busy working on uh who we're going to introduce for that next that next session. But we wouldn't mind hearing from you uh, as to who we should pit against one another. Right. Because you know, I often I think like it, clearly there are foils, characters that should go one on one and I want to know like, who, who would win in a fight? And I think about that all the time. And as soon as you and I think, like, who should we do next? I'm like, I don't know the name of any superhero. I don't know anybody. It's like, all right, name some, name some uh, characters. Pizza Dog versus Kanye West. Or the Kanye West Bear. <laughs> yeah, the, la- the, the, <laughs> the college late dropout. Bear, yeah, 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 the late registration bear. Perfect. Great. Hopefully we'll have something better for you next week. Yeah. Uh, and we will share it with you. But until then, that's going to be into this show. Yes, it is. So, Adam, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram under the same name. That is at Adam Tetris, A D A M T E T E R U S. I post a lot about comics. I live tweeted the Super Bowl, which mm. was a lot of fun. Uh, there was a lot of nerdy stuff going on during that, mm-hmm. like a lot of cool commercials for upcoming movies. So, that that is relatable. Uh, and I also have a, uh, a little side project that uh, I, I do with a friend of mine. It's a newspaper. It is called The Dark Matter Sequential. It's all my short stories and uh, a friend of mine, Michael Norcross, his artwork and illustrations. I'm very proud of that and I want to share it with more people. You can find Dark Matter Sequential online at www.darkmatterseq.com. Where can we find you, Octavius? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Octavius A. Newman. That's O-C-T-A-V as in Victor, I-U-S, N-E-W-M-A-N, Octavius A. Newman. Um, wait, I'm drawing a blank. Yes, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Also, this podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3ARFRUIT. Um, go to barefruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out our online store, grab some stuff if you like our merch. Um, keep this conversation going. Tweet at us using the hashtag at comic book, I mean, hashtag comic book junto. Um, also send us emails with your questions and feedback. Um, comic book junto at barefruit.com. That's at B3ARFRUIT.com. And um, that's a wrap. 
That's a wrap. We have a lot of really exciting stuff to share soon. Mm-hmm. Very soon, which we'll get into, but that's a little tease. Want to know what happens next? That's, <laughs> I always say it like that because the grammar looks really weird when it's written. Want to know what happens next? Want to know what happens next? I'm like, yeah, okay, but did you have to ask me like that? That's weird. I buy these every month, yes. Uh, do, do, we have a, do we have a sign-off yet? Mm-mm. You know, we have like a thing that we always say. And it's like, this is the end of the podcast. This is our sign-off. It's always until next time. Can I suggest one? Go for it. Swish. Let's meditate on it. (laughs) 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 I mean, you know, let's think about it. We don't always have to go with the first first option, but you Uh, can keep it as as a possibility. Throwing things at the wall. Fair enough. All right, everybody. Until next time. Until next time. Swish. Peace. (laughs) 